1: why hello everybody and welcome in to an episode of the next state of mind podcast i'm matt castillo here with chip murphy uh Wanted to do this podcast probably about an hour ago, but I keep thinking it's Wednesday, Chip, like all day. And then and we, we talked about it yesterday. Hey, we'll do 415-ish around there, uh, you know, Thursday. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. In my mind, I have thought it was Wednesday all day. I've said it's Wednesday about three or four times today. And somebody's told me it's not Wednesday. It's It's Thursday.
0: Why? Why Wednesday? What's so special I, about Wednesday?
1: Nothing. That's the thing. Like, I don't know why I'm in my mind, I'm giving myself another day of work. Like, I don't know. I've been doing it all day. So it's like, okay, tomorrow's Friday. You know, it's the last day of, you know, having to teach for the weekend. Uh, Of course, you know, I work at the radio station on Friday nights for football and host the Saturday morning show. So work's not done. But in my mind, I just keep thinking like I have another day of school and it's it's been all day it's been all day. So, um, an interesting day had my first, um, supervisor do, um, an evaluation of me in teaching. So I had that kind of stress right from, you know, early this morning. Um, but it wasn't even that bad and I ended up doing really well. So, uh, that felt pretty good, but yeah, I don't know where my head's been. I've, I've been kind of involved in school work and, might be losing my mind already two weeks into the semester being started. So that hopefully, hopefully it doesn't continue to go worse here, but it's a good little break here. Start talking about New York Knicks, and we have, you know, some things on the show today, of course, uh, the schedule being released, you know, we, we found out that we have the prime, uh, one of the primetime Christmas games, uh, seen interesting banter on twitter i don't i I know you've seen it chip last week with uh apparently the the hawks tv or whatever they call themselves you know yeah poking fun at the nick fans and then you know we've seen uh you know us nick fans kind of go back and nick fan tv kind of go at them well they took
0: off on ripped off nick's uh fan tv yeah
1: yeah that's that's what it was it's just one big rip off of it and uh, I, I, I enjoyed the little back and forth throughout the week, uh, seeing the, the, that we're still several months away from that game, and it's just one game on Christmas Day. But, I mean, uh, it, it's turned into a little personal thing, right? You know, like we don't want to lose to the Hawks now. Um, they're kind of one of our, our enemies right now. Dre Young is not very liked by Nick fans. Um, it's going to be a fun game at the Garden. Uh, and I'm looking forward to it, but chip, I mean, you look at the schedule. I, uh, first thing that I always do when I look at the schedule is to see when they are coming, you know, to me that I can go check them out, watch a game. Uh, it's been a couple of seasons, I think, since I've gone and watched them just because so much going on. And then when they have come, cause I'm closer to Charlotte. Uh, I'm about an hour and a half out from Charlotte. And usually when they come there, it's like a weekend game. And that's where I usually go. And I was, I was telling you before, Charlotte's not a bad place to go watch a game. Like it's not that big of an arena. It's, you can get really any seat, you know, both teams, the last couple of seasons, you know, last year we both were solid, but you know, the last couple of years before that, both teams sucked. So like, nobody wanted to go to the game so you can get floor level seats for like 60 bucks a piece. Like I, I, one, one time I literally was right by the Knicks tunnel, maybe about 30 or, uh 30, you know, rows back from their bench. And I literally paid only like $68 for a ticket. And then parking is right across the street from the stadium. And normally, I mean, you go parking that close, you're paying a buttload of money. It's 10 bucks. It's 10 bucks to go park right there, walk across the street, and go watch it's 10
0: bucks for a drink yeah. to now, add, the concessions <laughs> is a different story. Garden. Yeah,
1: yeah, the, the concessions is still a different story. Usually, when I go, uh, we, we're definitely not eating inside the, the, the oh, area. yeah,
0: it's still bad there.
1: Yeah, it's still, uh, you know, mm, they, their main thing is bojangles. I don't know if you have that, I don't know if that's no a, idea what no, that okay, is. Okay, good, yeah, you know, I didn't think it was. Cause I haven't heard it until I moved down here in the South, but basically it's like a chicken biscuit type place, you know, some country food Um, and they give you like four little chicken tenders and that's usually like six bucks, you know, around the fast food place there. They charge you like 20 something bucks for like four little tenders or something like that. And then, you know, they get you for everything, just like in any arena uh, arena. So it's, not a bad place to go watch a game. So that's the first thing I usually look for, Chip, is when are they coming there? Unfortunately, I already see not, not a day that's going to work for me. The, the best day would be in November when they're there. Uh, but unfortunately, I'll be working on a Friday night, so won't be able to make that game. So I did see in January they are coming to uh, Atlanta, which is probably a, about three hours from me, um, but it's a Saturday a seven 30 game, I'm going to talk to the wife and say, Hey, <laughs> let's take a trip down to Atlanta in January. Huh? You know, weekend thing. Maybe I won't have a basketball game to work. I just thought that, but even if I do, I'm going to try to get out of that. Uh, cause I, 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 would, I, I mean, I want, I want to see a game. It's been a while. So that's usually the way my mind works. And this is the first time chip that I've actually looked at the schedule the only thing I've heard so far about it was the Christmas game. I I didn't even know they released the full schedule until right before we started recording. So this is my first look and really a, a raw kind of feel to it or, and reaction of looking about uh, what we got in the in the season. So Chip, with the schedule being released, I know you've been on it, you've seen it, um, you know early on. What what stands out to you about uh, the the schedule for the Knicks this year?
0: Yeah, typically the schedule isn't too big of a deal to me either because I don't have very high expectations about getting a lot of wins out of it. So what what's really the point? But the first impression was, wow, we have a lot of nationally televised games.
1: Yes, I, we I have, did see that, yes.
0: Yeah, we have 22, which I wow. think is the sixth most in the NBA, which is a lot for us. You know, 12 on ESPN, seven on TNT, three on ABC. And then we also have seven games on NBA TV. There's one point in February when they have six straight games on e- ESPN or ABC, which is shocking how far they've come in that retrospect. Shows how, how differently the league really views and wants the Knicks to be on TV. Right. It's, I remember when the Knicks were scheduled to be on TV and they would get moved yep. around because of how bad they were. That was not very long ago. So two years ago, actually, when Phil yeah. <laughs> was the coach is when that would happen. But, yeah, I took – that was my initial takeaway. And then you look at the way the season opens. You have the Celtics uh, at home, and then you have at the Magic and at home against the Magic. And that's Evan Fournier's two former teams. So you got to hope that Fournier is going to come out hot right away. Not that he really has any sort of emotional attachment to the Celtics, but uh, maybe Kemba Walker does. You know, I mean, that's his former team. They, I don't want to say they threw him in the trash, but they kind of discarded him and traded him for a significantly inferior player. And Al Horford, in my opinion, because they liked Al Horford. So if anyone wants to be motivated there, I mean, Kemba's got to be motivated to let it to Celtics. I think Kemba and Fournier are going to come out on fire in that first game. And Fournier, I don't think there's any bad blood between Fournier and the Magic at all but he's definitely going to want to beat his former team. Everybody wants to light up their former team, especially the team that traded him. So I think he's going to play really well, and he's definitely going to play well in Orlando, which is that second game, yeah, because the crowd's going to be cheering for him. So, yeah, I I think the Knicks have a chance to rip off, maybe even three, yeah, maybe start off the season because they got Phillies game four at Chicago game five. They could start the season four and one. I would not be surprised if they did that. You know, and
1: you mentioned all the national televised games. Obviously, the first one right off the bat, you know, we start October 20th against the Celtics on ESPN. Um, You know, you talk about that stretch in February. We got like six straight games. Those are six really difficult games in in a row right there with that. You know, on the 16th of February on ESPN, we got Brooklyn. Then on the 25th, we have Miami on ESPN. The 27th, we have the 76ers on ABC. The uh, March the 2nd on ESPN, we got the 76ers again. Then Phoenix on March the 4th on ESPN. And the Clippers on the
0: 6th on ESPN. How good are the Clippers going to be without Kawhi?
1: Well, you know, they... they, uh, And I I know they're starting to to get rid. Obviously, they traded like Patrick Beverly,
0: but you know
1: they made it to the Western Conference Finals without Kawhi. And and I mean, I wasn't
0: he. What didn't he help him get to the Western Conference Finals? I thought he got hurt during the Western Conference Finals. No,
1: no, no. It was it was before, because he wasn't in the series at all against Phoenix. And I mean, I think they were. I think the series was two two. And Kawhi was out. It might have even been before I got the two and two, and I and I was like, okay, the Clippers are done. And I thought they they gave a valid effort without Kawhi in the in the Western Conference Finals. They didn't they didn't get slaughtered. I mean, they hung in there and they hung tough. Uh, but you know, sometimes we you, you see those like big injuries, you know, and and it's. Sometimes teams kind of just, they overperform with it. You know what I mean? Like you're emotional from it. You know, it's kind of like a rally cry type thing, like next man up type thing. You know, it's going to be a lot different, I think, over a course of several games in in the regular season. So I I don't know. I don't know how good the Clippers are going to be. I don't think they're going to be awful. You know, they still have Paul George. I know they lost some others, you know, I think, I think though, they will be a solid team out in the West, you know, but no, I think it's a game that the Knicks could win. Shoot. We almost beat them a couple of times this year with the team they had. That was at full strength. I mean, we, we battled with them. So, you know, out of that stretch right there. Yeah. I think that that's a reasonable, winning, winnable game for the Knicks. I mean, I don't think it's crazy to say that there at all. Um, But you know, Chip, is there anything that kind of stands out as you look at the schedule, anything that you see, any big stretches that you notice? Maybe not even the full length of the season, maybe just about half the season up to, you know, maybe the all-star break or something. What What is, what is something that catches your eye that you're interested to see? Maybe a certain stretch of games that you think will play, you know, a, a role for the Knicks uh, or a crucial role for the Knicks. You know, anything like that stand out to you?
0: Well, that stretch of games that you just brought up right there right. is is massive, obviously. But I think there's a there's a few. I mean, there's the West Coast trip that that comes right before that. Obviously, they got February 5th. They have L.A. at L.A. and then February 7th at Utah, February 8th at Denver, February 10th at Golden State, and then. February 12th at Portland. So that's five game, five game trip. That's pretty huge. And all the, all those teams obviously expect to be in the playoffs this year. But uh, yeah, that's, I mean, they, they did well. We were, I remember being on this podcast last year and being concerned about a West coast throw trip and they did well right on that trip. So we'll see. I mean, all those teams, I mean, it, the Lakers, I guess you could say they, they got better. They had Russell Westbrook, but I'm not... I think regular season-wise, I think they got better. But those other four teams, I don't think they got better. Yeah, I think they're going to be equally as good as they were last year or maybe a little bit worse in Portland's case. And so I think that's, that's going to be a very big stretch because West Coast road trips are always a big stretch. But I could see the Knicks winning a majority of those games. So,
1: you know, I look and I see Chicago early on in the season and this might sound a little bit like are we really going to talk about the Chicago
0: about it? rivalry is already but brewing there. You
1: know what I mean? It's it's like
0: right after their free agency
1: and I don't think it's a big I really don't feel like it's a big portion of Nick fans, but there was, you know, some that wanted the players that that Chicago you know, got, like, Ball and DeMar DeRozan. And, and you know, Chicago's, like, Why? really trying to make this thing work, right? Like, you know, I I just think because, you know, at least for Ball's perspective, if I'm speaking, I guess the only thing I could say is that, you know, people get obsessed that we need a point guard and all this stuff. Even though I, he's not one. Right. You know, it, and he check marks a lot of different areas more so than – you know, having kind of like a Draymond Green like type, you know, could fill up rebounds, assists, all those things. But, you know, I felt like right after Chicago made all that, you know, that small little portion was like, you know, we 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 should be doing what Chicago is doing. I just – and the reason why I'm bringing it up is, God, I hope we beat them because you know what's going to happen, Chip. Like if we, we lose a couple to Chicago, it's going to be like this is why – this is why we should have got these guys, and and the Knicks had a terrible offseason. You'll have that little like overreaction kind of panic thing. That's just the way I kind of see it going. So I'm just hoping we can kind of just like like just beat them, take care of business against them. So I don't I don't want to hear that.
0: You know what I mean? Like I don't well, want to hear it. Knicks Twitter's goofing on the Bulls offseason. Uh, the same way and it's more of like a fan rivalry and the, it's the same way they were goofing on the Hawks offseason last year and I didn't hate what the Hawks did last year and I I don't hate what the Bulls did this year I would have hated it if the Knicks had done it because I didn't want DeMar DeRozan but I understand that the Bulls had to spend because they want Zach Levine to stay right I, I, I thought that I would have brought in Lonzo, even though I, I don't think he's a point guard. I thought that was a good move. I thought bringing in DeRozan too was going overboard. Now you have to score. You have to do what the Hawks did. You have to score a million points a game to win. Right. Except you don't have the defensive anchor like Clint Capella. Um, Vooch, I love Vooch, but he's not going to block a bunch of shots. He's not going to run to the rim. He's He wants to bounce out and catch the ball at the three-point line. So I don't. I, I I understand why they went that way, why they were like, oh, we need to spend money right now. We want Zach Levine to stay, but I don't know. It's it. it, it I I don't know if it's actually going to work. But all the Knicks fans who were trashing them, saying they're not even going to make the playoffs. It's like I, that would be pretty surprising to me. I don't see that happening. Right.
1: You know, is, is there a team that you know we finished ahead of? And I, I think like Miami. I think would be like the obvious one here, but you know the Knicks didn't didn't really fare well against Miami. So somebody that we we fared you know pretty well against that has improved this season. You know, is there a team like that that kind of concerns you that we might not match up well at this point? You know, looking at the schedule, you know, maybe. Indiana in the past is kind of everybody beat up on us, but you know what I mean. Indiana's gonna suck, but you know what I mean. Something like that, like a team that finished kind of behind us, you know, maybe even Charlotte, maybe even Charlotte. Is there a team like that, or do you kind of see the Knicks staying where they're at? You know, in in this, you know, and this is the way too early uh, season breakdown, I guess, right here. But you know, is there somebody that goes? You know, the only team I can think of is Miami. Because I just felt like Miami really just played from behind all last year. You know, they add Kyle Lowry. I, what What are your thoughts behind that? Is there another team that you think is going to jump us or perhaps can give us a little bit of fit coming into this year looking at the schedule?
0: It's going to sound crazy because they lost Kyle Lowry, but I don't think that the Raptors are going to be down for very long. I think oh. they're going to be I, – I, I wouldn't be surprised if they made the playoffs this year. Everyone's counting them out. I'm definitely taking the over on them. I think their over-under was 35 and a half. The last time I looked, I'm definitely taking their over.
1: Wow. See, and Toronto has been one of those teams over the last several years where I can't get right, right? (laughs) like, I I, I say, I just don't know, you know, Kawhi leaves after the championship. I don't think they're going to be that good. I think they'll be the A season. They were right there at the top of the Eastern Conference again. So I, the prediction show this year, I said, I'm done picking against them. You know, they're, they're going to be a top four or five team. And they were down at the bottom. it I can't, I can't predict them. So I don't want to say, no, I don't see that happening uh, because I, I can't get them right ship, but I will say this. I was a little surprised at saying you're still high on them as right now. I would say, I, I, I don't see that happening, but I have been wrong about the Raptors for the last several years, so a little surprised to hear
0: that. I don't think they'll jump us, but I'm not cert- I'm not high on the Celtics because I don't think that keeping uh, running it back and not even running it back. They let Kemba and Fournier go. I don't think that bringing in a new coach is just going to fix all the horseshit that was wrong with that team. Right. So I'm not high on them jumping us. Um, I guess it's, you know, the Hawks finished fifth last year. The Hawks might finish fourth. I guess if there is a team that's going to jump into the top four, it's going to be the Hawks. I think they're going to get better. But I, I think also, would anyone really be surprised if the Sixers dropped off? I mean, if, if they do bring Simmons back, my God, that's going to be a nightmare after all this rumors. So that could happen. I'm not high on the Celtics. I'm not high on... The the Sixers, if if the, God forbid Simmons does come back, uh, I'm not high on the Pacers. I mean, what, I, what
1: about the Hornets? The Hornets were a solid team before the injuries to Ball and then Hayward. Uh, you know, they they resign Rozier. They still have Ball. They I should like have the somewhat of a healthy Hayward. Where, where are the Hornets fall into that mix? I just, I just don't see them staying. I don't. St- I, Hayward I I think just can't stay healthy. That's, so
0: that's what that's what I was going to say. You can not I was just going to say you can't really trust Gordon Hayward. Right. And Ball is still so young and that ju- that just has me against them. I mean if you could trust if Gordon Hayward didn't have the injury history he had maybe you would put them higher but I do think they'll make the playoffs this year.
1: Right. I think I, they I can move to. up. I agree with that. Uh now is this something that was just done because of like the pandemic or has this been officially kind of the way they're going to do it now, the way they did the playoffs last year, where the top six were in, and then seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. Oh, the playing play-in game. Games. Is that, is that still going to be
0: around or they haven't I think they're keeping yet? the playing game thing, right? I think they are keeping it. Okay. I How do you feel about that? How did you I like it. watching it? You like it? I like it. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. I don't I I I don't know. I kind of I just I would like the first round to go back to five
0: games. That's I, that would be I mean? ideal, but that's never gonna happen because it means less TV money.
1: And that's why they're having the play in games. I mean, of course, you know, you can go, hey, you can finish the tenth seed and still have a chance to, you know, be in a play in game, make the playoffs, all that stuff. So, you know, to me, I just don't like it because you're that 10 seed. You have two really good games in a row. And you're in the playoffs. You know what I mean? It comes down to those, like just those two games, the likelihood of that happening is not very high. I know, but it could still happen. So I, I just, I don't know how I feel about it. I don't think it would like frustrate the crap out of me if it's, if it's around.
0: Yeah. But, but if you can't win two games in a row, do you really deserve to be in the playoffs?
1: Yeah, that could be the other argument of it.
0: Or if you can't, if you can't beat a ten seed, I mean, yeah, to, Right. Uh, yeah, right. you know what I mean.
1: And you know, the only way I see like a low seed winning like that if it's if it's like a weird case where a team that's really good just has some bad luck of injuries and falls that far, but then right before the playoffs they start getting guys back, then you can have that kind of like March Madness feel of a dangerous like lower seed or a higher seed, you know, being able to take down a lower seed. or Well, something that was the like LeBron
0: that. thing. LeBron was in the playing game against Steph, against Steph.
1: Right, yeah. So, you know, I, I, I don't know how I feel about that. It don't bother me terribly. I mean, I, I just wish it would go back to the five games. I don't mm-hmm. think first round should be seven. But like you said, there's no way that's going to happen. Like, zero chance of that happening. Mm-hmm. And now what I want to jump to here is we, we talked about it a couple of times and mentioned it already, um, you know, right in the beginning of it, but we haven't really gone into it. Uh, but let's talk about the Christmas game because, you know, it, it's the Hawks. We we mentioned we kind of have now a, a big rivalry with the Hawks. It's it's a team we don't want to lose to after being eliminated by them in the playoffs. They've kind of uh, had fun at our, at our, out, our, out of our expense. I don't know just about any chance they can get out there kind of trolling us from the loss. Uh, You know, that's a game that I'm looking forward to. Uh, You you were talking about trying to, you know, maybe, maybe get some tickets to go to that game for that and be there for that atmosphere. But uh, point is, it's funny last year. I said to just about anybody I talked about the Knicks with, I don't see us having a Christmas game for a really, really long time. And obviously last year was such a, a pleasant surprise and, you know, the team is, is, you know, returning a lot of the guys, you know, added some pieces. Um, we have a Christmas game again, you know, usually in the past, I, I sit here and cringe and go, I hate having the Christmas game. Cause I don't want to lose and ruin it my Christmas, but I'm excited about it, man. I like this one. I feel real good about it's a fun matchup at the garden. Uh, talk about some of your thoughts with the, with this Christmas game and the Hawks. And and the question is, if you can get tickets to that thing, are you going?
0: If I can get cheap tickets somehow? Yeah,
1: yeah if you get tickets, you're
0: there. If I don't have to pay $200, I would absolutely <laughs> yeah, love one to one go. One day, yeah. yeah, I would love to go if I don't have to pay $200. But yeah. it's going to be expensive. That's oh, that's yeah. the only issue there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the game I was I was psyched to see we're playing the Hawks and we're back in the noon spot. Yeah, which is always nice. Um no, I, I'm psyched that we're playing on Christmas and I'm psyched that the NBA is, is pushing this Hawks rivalry that we clearly have and that they know the fans are are feuding. They know that we had a great series uh rivalry wise and yeah, it's it's gonna be fun to play Trey Young on Christmas and I mean it, it was it was a good opponent for us. I mean, there's not a lot of rivalries in the NBA and there's wow. more player rivalries than team rivalries. And I mean, I can't even really think of two teams that don't like each other uh, outside of the Knicks and the Hawks right now. Maybe I'm not I'm just not coming off with any else the top of my head. But yeah, the the NBA, I'm sure, wants to push this. To make like a real rivalry again. And right. it would be fun if that actually happened. Like, I don't think a, a Knicks Heat old school rivalry like that will ever happen again, but maybe this could be like a more modern day version of that. It'll be kind of cool. Right. And, and I mean, you hear some
1: of the things Hawks have been saying, you know, even back into that playoff series, you know, with, with, uh, they're just not as physical as us, you know, basically calling us soft. Um, you know, that sits with our guys, I think. And I think it. I think it is going to be a very chippy. Think about, you know, I think it was right before the playoffs started. And it was the big game against the Hawks. The winner would have sole possession of the fourth spot in the East. Uh, and there was a lot of injuries in that game. Trey Young hurt his ankle and ended up missing several weeks. Um I want to say it was Noel that, like, got hit in the mouth or something like that. So, some, One of our guys got hit in the mouth and had to leave the game. Uh, you know, it got chippy. And I think that's what the, these teams, every time they see each other, it's going to be chippy. I, I really do. I think there's going to be some hard fouls, you know, some very physical play. And as you said, it's not the old, you know, 90s, Knicks, Bulls, you know. It's not going to be like that. Uh, but it makes you feel like that's the style of basketball's being played a little bit you know just enough to kind of get you to think about those days and and see some hard plays hard physical basketball um it, i thought the NBA did a great job making sure they got this on the christmas day schedule i think it's a great way to start today um and i'll tell you i i, I think it's going to be a very physical game very heated a lot of trash talk i mean sign me up for it i i, I we're what three, four months away from it. And, you know, obviously we got the start of the season coming up, but I'm very excited for the Christmas day and and looking forward to it. So with that being said though, Chip, I think we covered what we wanted to uh, today give you, obviously the last, last call segment here of the podcast, anything that we haven't touched on you want to mention, or are we, we covered everything.
0: Yeah. Last call. Just uh, congratulations to our friends from the Knicks Jets etc. podcast. They had some big news. Yes, Go check them out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alex and John, congratulations to those guys. And please subscribe to my newsletter, The Couch Critic. Yeah. Uh, you can find the place to find the link on my Twitter at Chip Seven, and also follow Knicks Fan TV.
1: Those guys are great. Those guys are great. Said the Jets, me and your Jet fans, we've seen two preseason games. I like to call them high school musical. What do you think of Zach Wilson so far? Oh,
0: god, I love him. That dude, I'm telling
1: you, he's growing on me real fast. He's growing on me real fast. Can't lie. I'm still going to call him high school musical though. I mean, he looks something like that should be starring in a Disney channel,
0: you know, movie or TV show or something like that, but man, Wasn't Zach Efron really good. Wasn't yeah. Zach Efron really good in high school musical. Well, there. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But I'll tell you what, I, I, it's not that I did not like him. I
1: just hated the idea of having to go through another developmental quarterback. Of course. I mean, to be honest, I had question marks about him, but, you know, so far what I'm seeing, I can't help but get a little excited. Like, kid can sling it. Don't get me wrong. We're going to suck. We're going to have a terrible season. But he might be giving me a little bit of hope that maybe we we won't screw this one up. But You know, maybe, maybe it's just me wanting that so bad. I don't know. But I like what I've seen in the last two games. I mean, he's throwing some dimes out there.
0: I People think he's going to play well.
1: People I, I say think he's against, gonna
0: play well. I do know he's not gonna win uh rookie of the year because yeah, yeah. I, I bet I bet him to win rookie of the year. So he's not gonna win that. Yeah. I I just <laughs> bet them to win the Super Bowl. Like that's just <laughs> like a ten dollar bet. If it hey, if it happens, I'm
1: a rich, rich man. But if not, you know. I'm out you should of have bet
0: him to win a division. That would have been there in case like it's something wild, like if Josh Allen gets hurt or something. You know, that's something more or,
1: likely, yeah.
0: Yeah. God, I should have thought of that. Dang it. All right,
1: well, that's all the time we have. We'll stop it here, and we'll be back soon with another episode of the next State of Mind podcast.